Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Davis Political Review Podcast. We are this week's host. I'm Elsa Feltz, the founder of this podcast. And I'm Shreya Chinnam, a staff writer at the DPR. As we seek to discuss and inform the student body about current events happening around the world, today we'll be discussing the coronation of King Charles III. On Saturday, May 6th of 2023, hundreds of prestigious guests and thousands of English fans were present to witness a historic event, the coronation of King Charles III. But in the meantime, the UK is still struggling to find its place after Brexit, the cost of living just hit a record high, inflation is raging and a wave of unprecedented labor strikes occurred. Amidst this chaos, Did this old tradition still manage to be a point of national unity, or did it instead highlight an outdated pomp? Let's start with the beginning. What exactly is this coronation? In the UK, the coronation is a century-old tradition that constitutes a key event for the British monarchy. It really reached its apex in 1953 with the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II, as it was the first time broadcast on television. In addition, massive crowds gathered all around London to catch a glimpse of this magnificent event that lasted all in all eight hours. People were very excited and the atmosphere was festive as the country was in great shape, having just entered a post-war boom. Yet, 70 years later, in 2023, the context is much different. While there is still some excitement and enthusiasm, a recent poll revealed that 29% of English say they don't care at all about the coronation. It is in this environment that Charles III coronation took place on this rainy Saturday of May. A grand spectacle of three hours marked by shimmering costumes, a splendid coach, and a large parade made of 4,000 members of the armed forces, 250 horses, and about 20 military bands. Needless to say that all the ingredients were gathered for a majestic coronation with great pomp. But despite all this splendor, controversies were numerous and well ahead of the day of the ceremony. Okay, so now that we know what the coronation's about, let's dive into those controversies. As soon as the date of the ceremony was announced, polemics started to arise by the dozens. The first and probably most important one has to do with the cost of the event itself. According to recent estimates, the whole event is estimated to have cost up to 100 million pounds. Despite the king's call for a downsized ceremony to take into account the current financial hardship faced by the British population, with a briefer ceremony, a limited guest list, and a procession that was only a seventh of the length of his predecessors, the coronation still appeared to be at odds with the social and economic conditions prevailing in the country. First of all, the UK is still grappling with its post-Brexit position. Governments have been constantly changing, going back and forth on some decisions, and there seems to be no stable long-term plan for reestablishing establishing the country as a first-tier economic power. Meanwhile, the people are struggling. The post-Brexit difficulties have been amplified with the war in Ukraine, and it is strongly felt with inflation running rampant and the cost of living having reached an all-time peak. To deal with that, 
An increasing number of Britons are forced to go to food banks to get food supply as they just struggle to make ends meet. Out of breath, the people decided back in June 2022 to take the streets to hopefully raise the alarm. The British government is thus the clueless witness of unparalleled labor strikes since last year. Nurses, ambulance workers, rail workers, airport staff, postal workers, civil servants or even firefighters, millions of workers have been striking to demand better pay and working conditions. In this context, spending millions of pounds of taxpayers' money on this single royal ceremony was seen by many as a huge waste of public money for an elitist and non-democratic monarchy completely disconnected from the day-to-day -day lives of the common people. Even if some economists try to argue that this event would also bring revenues to the country through derived products, visits, additional drinks at pubs and other festivities, this point was very hard to swallow when most people painfully made it through the end of the month. No surprise then that more than half of British surveys say that coronation should not have been founded by the government. The second main polemic is linked to the first one and is not limited to the coronation ceremony itself since it questions the entire British monarchy and whether it should continue. Since a few years ago, anti-monarchy movements have strengthened in the UK, organizing regular demonstrations to protest against a hereditary system of governance perpetuating inequalities. An increasing number of Britons now consider the monarchy as a remnant of the past that allows a few elites to benefit from extensive privileges and power without any democratic mandate to legitimate their position. In addition to their immense properties and staff paid by the taxpayer, revelations that some royal members exempt themselves from specific laws and avoid taxes are the last straw that broke the camel's back. Overall support for the monarchy is thus in long-term decline and more and more Britons now agrees with the not making protest. All of this didn't go unnoticed this past Saturday, as the police arrested some Republican activists peacefully demonstrating on the sidelines of the procession. This again emphasized the extent to which the royal family is exposed to growing criticism. Actually, it seems like Queen Elizabeth II's death last September put an end to a period characterized by the monarch's dedication to duty out of touch with the rapidly changing times. To nuance these major critics, it is important to say that according to recent Ipsos surveys, 60% of Britons are still in favor of keeping a monarchy. Okay, so now what can we expect to happen in the near future? As the media emphasized, most Britons still took part in at least one event related to the coronation. Whether street parties, lunches, getting a drink in a pub, watching the ceremony on TV, or going in the streets of London to see it live. Most importantly, the event took place as planned. The crowd was there, the ceremony was grandiose, and the guests were prestigious. Yet, the arrest of a few Republican activists reminded everyone how fragile this whole monarchical bubble is. Issues have been exposed and have become an integral part of the political landscape. As the country doesn't look well, the question thus arises of whether the monarchy can reestablish itself and its legitimacy. recap, King Charles' coronation was a two-fold event. On the one end, it brought some kind of national unity during a weekend, where a majority of Britons gathered in a happy and cheerful atmosphere to celebrate their new king. 
On the other hand, the whole ceremony with its old traditions, costumes, and opulence underlined the existence of an outdated pomp, no more in line with the 21st century mentalities and socioeconomic realities. While the British monarchy is very likely to remain in the next decades, its legitimacy, role, and more than anything, its long-term future are all seriously questioned. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. All sources can be found in the show notes. If you have any thoughts or questions, please reach out to us on social media at Davis Political Review. We hope you have a great day.